the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Forget everything you've ever heard about dieting. What if you could eat the foods you love and find a way to get fit that was actually enjoyable? Welcome to Have It All with Devin Alexander. The chef from TV's Biggest Loser has lost 70 pounds and kept it up for over 30 years. She has also helped others to stop yo-yo dieting and actually transformed their lives. Now, here's your host, Devin Alexander. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be here and I'm really, really excited about my guest today. When I met her, I know I'm always excited about the guests because I've been so lucky to get great guests. This guest in particular, though, kind of blew my mind. Um, I met her a couple years ago, and I'm going to jump right in today because I know I usually tell you a little bit about more about my life in the beginning, but I just really want you to get everything you possibly can out of her. Uh Basically, I met her two years ago, and when I saw her, she's one of those girls that you're like, wow, huh, Um, and she's just beautiful and has this sweet voice, and you know those women who, they're not like super, super crazy skinny, like they're in the gym all the time, but they're like the size, you know, four or six who are just gorgeous, and you think that that all comes natural and you, you know, I knew that she had a big business and all sorts of things. And I'm just like, wow, this girl's amazing. And we started talking through another friend who I also think is amazing. And I just was honestly slightly envious in a happy for her way because she was such a bright light. So fast forward about a month ago, I'm at a conference and the same conference that I'd met her at previously And I'm, it's day two and there's speaker after speaker after speaker. And I am always really charged up by these sorts of events. But by the same token, by day two, especially when it's on a Saturday, we're all tired, right? And some of the speakers this time weren't exactly what I'd hoped for. Like they were brilliant speakers, but not in areas that I really felt like I would be fed. So I went in this room that had monitors like basically these giant screens and I sat under one of them with my laptop and I was doing work like for the second half of this day and all of a sudden this woman Kaylin Ellsbury shows up on the screen and I look up and I'm like I know her and I'm thinking she's about to go into a business lesson so I'm still working on my laptop half paying attention sitting next to a man who's doing the exact same thing I'm doing And all of a sudden, I find out that, unbeknownst to me, she has cystic fibrosis and has had all these complications, and she was telling her story of that. So we're sitting there, and I'm literally just staring at the screen, looking at this gorgeous woman, like, shocking me. And the guy sitting next to me looks at me, and he's like, wow, she's distracting, Meaning that we were both actually getting work done. And then suddenly this woman comes on and you just cannot take your eyes off of her. And her message was so strong. So I'm going to encourage everyone on her Facebook is this talk that she gave that literally brought the whole room to tears. Like I wound up going into the actual 
demo hall and like watching because I just couldn't help it. Like I no longer wanted to be doing my work. Um, but I, so I'm going to tell you about her and then we're going to bring her on. In 2014, after being forced to quit her professional recruiting career due to excess, excessive hospitalizations from complications of cystic fibrosis, Kaylin Ellsbury was confined to a wheelchair with her lung function plummeting below 40%. It was after a two-week hospital stay, just one of five that year, she set off on a six-week road trip across the United States to visit friends and family she wasn't sure she would ever see again. Her book, I Am, The Untold Story Success, is a blend of raw emotion and inspiring wisdom. It draws a parallel between what it means to live as if every day is your last and what it means to create a highly impactful legacy through entrepreneurship and athleticism. Through gripping interviews with influential entrepreneurs and athletes such as Boomer, I don't know how to say his name, Boomer Azion. Kaylin, help me. <laughs> Boomer Esiason. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sharon Lecter, the co-founder of Netflix, and many others. The readers taken on a journey of what success is, what success is not, and how you can live a powerful life while creating change in the world. She's since regained 30% of her lungs and currently lives in California with a love of her life, who, by the way, is freaking adorable and was another part of that, like, wow, this woman's amazing. And, of course, she has a guy who's adorable who adores her. Um, together, they're co-owners of Landmark Makers, a recruiting service firm dedicated to high-growth companies that offers workshops and recruitment services nationwide. Her story has been featured in numerous publications, including Forbes, Huffington Post. She's appeared on several shows, including KPBS, NPR, Connected Women of Influence, and NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. She's a nationally recognized speaker, and uh, she presented uh, among all these huge people. Kaylin, welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm so, I, I just can't even tell you how glad I am to have you here because, I mean, I'll be honest, like, I whine sometimes, you know, I have it down to a two minute thing, like when I know I'm whining, I set a timer and I don't let myself whine for two more than two minutes, um, but like, I was listening to your story and like the number of people who've told me like, well, I can't get myself to go to the gym and part of what you talked about in this presentation that I want everybody to listen to, um, though I do want you to talk about this bit um, for sure, is you can't completely go to the gym to the, the way the rest of us can, but you do anyway. Can you tell us about that and how you make yourself do this thing that is so much more painful for most than most of us? Yeah, I mean, so on a good day, I've got like 65% lung function. And what's keeping me from 100 is infections in my lungs that are riddled with mucus. And there's just no actual capacity to breathe because the damage has become too permanent. So when I go to the gym, it's a coughing, sputtering mess. It's not contagious. So you'd be surprised how many people leave the machines next to me because they're afraid they're going to get the plague. But it's not contagious at all. But I mean, it does make breathing kind of difficult when you're trying to go all out with 65% of a lung. And I do cardio hip hop. I run, well, it's, it's an attempt at running, but you know what, for me, I'm going to call it running. <laughs> I, I go for power walks and I lift. And part of the, the presentation that I gave at that conference was about a young boy that I met and he was about six or seven. And he was, at the time, I was hospitalized at the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics. And he had cystic fibrosis too. And we would always go to the basement to work out around 2 p.m. And he was on the treadmill facing me. 
And one day, the the boy, his name was Jake, he looked up at me and he goes, I'm going to run like you can. And Jake had an oxygen mask. So we knew that cystic fibrosis was a lot more severe for him than me. I was about 13 years old. And again, he was six or seven. And I always just kind of looked at him and was like, you know what, Jake? Yeah, you are going to run like I can one day. Keep fighting. And it was that night he was put on a ventilator and he died that weekend. And Mm -hmm. so every workout I go to, I have to put my ego in in the back burner because, yeah, nobody wants to go to the gym and be insecure, but the alternative is too painful. I don't want to die. And it's not a matter of do I feel like going to the gym or not. It's do I feel like breathing in three weeks? Yeah. So... Can you go take us back a little bit? Like, I know I jumped into this because I just, I wanted everybody to hear that part because I think, as I said, it was so poignant to me, but can you tell us a little bit about, you know, the number of hospitalizations, how you found out and that kind of thing, just so we can get a little history before I move on to the super inspiring portions of, you know, so people really get like what you've been dealing with and how, Amazing you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're way too nice. Um, but yeah, so to give everyone a quick catch up. So cystic fibrosis is a life-threatening genetic disease. When I was born with it, I was given the life expectancy, I believe, of around seven years old. And what happens is really it's a mucosal disorder and it affects our pancreas. So we get infections in our lungs. And these these infections, I mean, it's not like we're hanging out with sick people. Some of the most deadly infections can come from things like soil, right? And so we get these infections in our lungs. And because our mucus is so sticky, we can't cough it out. So think of like a smoker who just can't cough out what they need to. Well, if you can't cough it out, what happens is these infections start to build and exacerbate. So they get bigger inside of your lungs. Well, also being a mucosal disease, it has affected my pancreas. So I can't digest any food. I have to take enzymes in order to do that. And when you have years of not digesting food, you then also get diabetes and malnutrition and um, osteopenia, which is an early form of osteoporosis. And so all of these things work negatively in your body and ultimately lead to an early death. So if you're born today with the disease, the good news is you can expect a life expectancy of 30.1%. But for my personal mutation, um, I'm 29 this year, so I turned 30. It's going to be a great epic party. But for my personal uh, mutation, I do spend anywhere from three to six months a year in the hospital or on IVs at home to get rid of some of these lung infections intravenously. Wow. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. And then you also have, I know you have something implanted. I'm sorry that I don't technically know, but can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So uh, the, the more hospitalizations you get, you've only got so many veins in your body, right? And only so many needles can get into these veins. And what happens is as certain veins are accessed year after year, month after month, and they're just held open to let the antibiotics rush through them, these veins develop scar tissue. So when that happens, no longer do doctors, nurses have access to your veins to treat your infections. So I had to, about five years ago, five, six years ago, I had to surgically get implanted into my chest a port. And a port is simply um, a path, we can call it, from your basically 
they insert the needle into your chest and it goes up through a vein through your jugular and directly into your heart. So it makes accessing your veins in emergency situations a lot easier. And then it's also something that you can have the needle access for up to two, three weeks at a time um, before you need another one. Which is amazing. Yeah. So, so Kaylin has a device on her that honestly, I didn't even notice until I saw you need to do something with it at this last conference. And as I said, to me, it was so poignant because oh, she could not be more beautiful. And to, you know, like we all, I mean, for, for a number of reasons. One, it's like we look at people and we judge. And I mean, fortunately, I'm a person who judges like in the, wow, that woman's beautiful sort of way. Not, I mean, I try really hard not to judge in a negative way and knowing that I never know anybody's story, but it's, extra fascinating when you meet someone so powerful and then you're like, Oh crap. So I was curious, um, you know, how often do you have to do something yourself and you know, what is your diet? Like, I know, I know you said at one point that you had to drink sugary sodas and things to keep yourself alive. Like how does that work for you? Yeah. So first of all, one of the things that, like we don't digest food, right? So we need a high calorie diet because not much of it's going to be absorbed. It's it's kind of traditional old school knowledge in the CF community that that does involve like sugary sodas, high cal, high carb, high protein, high fat. Um, I remember as a kid, my parents had to make mac and cheese and they just like kept loading it with cheese and butter and everything mm-hmm. to put weight on me because I was a very, very skinny kid because of malabsorption issues. But as I've gotten older, I found that really food is medicine. I, I believe that 100%. So, and I think that's also why I do have such vitality and longevity right now is because I really do stay away from sugar, white flour, anything that could be poison in my body, I try to avoid. Now, you can definitely find me with a glass of Chardonnay on a Saturday night, yeah. not saying at all that that's not an option. Right. But at the same time, it's really about fueling your body because food is everything, as as you very well know. Right. Well, do you have, um, are there things that you have to have? Like, was I wrong about seeing, I thought after the speaking that you needed to have something sugary. Am I wrong about that? No. Okay. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. So I have diabetes too. And that is a result of cystic fibrosis, the malnutrition, et cetera. And so when that happened after speech or after anything with high, high adrenaline, I mean, speaking Uh to almost 70 people after Tony Hawk required a little bit extra. And so in order to go into a diabetic low to prevent that, um, Maybe it was an excuse, but I definitely helped myself to some of the chocolate. No, well, I was asking that not to, I mean, I eat chocolate too. You know, I wasn't asking that as a out, but I just, I knew, you know, from hanging around with you that it's very regimented. Like it's not a lot of choice and you have, uh, you know, like in addition to workouts being harder, I knew that your diet played a huge role too. And Oh, Yeah. You know, it's like, as I said, I mean, we all want to say, and I'm, I'm guilty as the next one, like, oh, I don't have time to go to the gym or, oh, I don't have this or, oh, you know, it's like, oh, I'm too sore or whatever. I don't feel like it. And I just wanted to point out that like, you are living, breathing proof that like, I have it easy, (laughs) even though it doesn't always feel that way. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And 
I mean, I skip the gym too. I, I can't sit here and honestly tell you that I make every single workout. No, but of course not. There is there is that beauty to having a go to thought that motivates you to go even when you don't want to, and that's that's the the entrepreneurial spirit in itself, as I'm sure you know. But yeah, I mean, it's it is very regimented, and our good habits is what really makes who we become, who we want to be, the direction we want our lives to go. It's the bad habits keep us from it, but developing those good habits like going to the gym, eating healthily, being present, that's the stuff that really propels you to where you want to go. I am so glad you said that it's habits because I really do think that that's so much of it. And I think before you start doing it, it's a lot harder. Like once you really get in their routine and find the fun in it, um, it's, you know, which I talk about all the time, like you have to find some enjoyment in the way you're working out or you're just not going to completely do it. No, it's horrible. Like if you don't like what you're doing at the gym, you're not going to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Well, we have to, we're going to take a break here in a second, but, but we're, when we come back, make sure everybody, you come back. Uh, as I said, um, <sighs> Kaylin just has so much inspiration for us. Um, so we're going to come back and talk about um, lifespan and habits and all sorts of things. So stay tuned. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice. America Influencers Channel. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. I'm back with Kaylin Ellsbury. 
She was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis at 13 years old back in 2014. And um, actually, I got that wrong, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, you were diagnosed when you were much younger than that. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, she was diagnosed very young with cystic fibrosis and um, had to give up uh, much of her career in 2014 or a part of what she was doing then um, because of so many hospitalizations. And yet now she is a force to be reckoned with when many of us had they gone through what she's gone through probably would have just given up or kind of existed. Instead, um, she majorly runs a business. I believe you were even an exercise instructor at one point. Did I see that? And I saw you on the news and, um, I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. When I, um, it's so funny when I was, so I was hospitalized all the time. And one thing they don't tell you in life is if you keep getting hospitalized, despite your sales numbers, I mean, you just really can't have a traditional job. Nobody wants to pay you if you're gone six months out of the year. And so I was forced to quit. Basically I was fired uh, from my recruiting team. (laughs) And, uh, the only thing I could really do to make money was, and I, my focus then on was actually on living. Um, So the only way I could supplement my income was to say, screw it, I'm going to try to be a Zumba instructor. So I got certified. That was pretty cool. And then I went to the gym and I didn't know how to lift weights. And my personal trainer kept pushing me way too hard and didn't quite understand what cystic fibrosis and diabetes was. Uh, First day on the job. So I was like, forget it. I'm going to be NASM certified. And so I went through the courses on that. And so I just kind of trained myself and taught Zumba to stay alive for a few years until I could get these hospitalizations under control. Wow. Amazing. And now, I mean, I, you have or you contribute to a recruiting business that I know um, keeps you very busy, but also you're doing these speaking engagements and like, what are the habits that you set up for yourself and also the thoughts really, because as I said, I mean, I know a lot of people would just have crumbled at that point, like, you know, down on their luck and struggling with hospitalizations and then getting fired. Um, That's not fair, not fair, and more just not fair and nothing because of anything you did. Like, you know, as I said, I think it would be really easy for people in that situation to, you know, just go into a giant pity party and um, crawl into a hole. So I'm curious what your inspiration has been. The ongoing joke is the fam- in the family is, well, I just lived too long. Um, so if I would have died younger, I would have had any of these problems. Um, you know, if I would have died when they said I would, dang it, I would not have had any of these problems. So when that's the ongoing family joke, uh, it's pretty easy to get clear on your habits, your values, and your, your mantras for life. And I... I'm a big fan of one of the things I wrote about in my book is the ability to go all in. So that means, for example, Devin, I'm here on this show with you right now. So I am going to give you, your listeners, your fans, everything I can possibly give about myself to help them today. I'm all in. I'm dedicated to this in this moment. But in order to do that, I have to have like four principles that really guide me. And we can call them principles, habits, values, whatever word you want to put on them. But I'm a big fan of sense of urgency. So because I kind of live in the hospital and I'm not sure how long I have, it's everything's always now. There's nothing later. I commit to win. So the second I show up for something, I'm in it to win. I'm in it to 
create a maybe relationship that defies, we call them exponential relationships, not just somebody, hey, how's your day? Good, good. Okay, well, that was fun. Let's meet sometime. Sure. And then you never meet. Uh, I am a big fan of no excuses. So life happens to all of us. We all have a reason we can't go to the gym or we prefer donuts over lean ground turkey. You know, we all have these excuses and you can justify anything, but get rid of that justification and just own it. And then the people in your life have their back. And when you do all of those, you can really play all in at any moment. And that's kind of the principles that guide my recruiting company, that guide my speaking, that guide any type of press I deal with is those are the habits that have really formed around my life. I think that's amazing um, for a number of reasons, like so many of them. But what really jumped out at me is like, I really believe that when I met you, it was like, ah, I don't know how to like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like you were there. Like, as I said that, I mean, I remember having that like, wow, she's amazing. And like, didn't even know where it came from feeling. And now I'm thinking like, it was that the, the super hyper presence that you clearly have that I'm going to try to be a little more good about. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's a choice, right? Like I, I just wrote an article for a magazine. It should be coming out in November. But one of the things that I talk about is, you know, I can sit there, there's this scene I play out where my boyfriend and I are in a sushi restaurant and earlier in the day I see this beautiful woman running with her boyfriend on the beach. And these are all true stories. I think sometimes people just get lost in the story and they forget this is my life. Uh So I see this beautiful woman running on the beach and I'm instantly jealous because I really can't run. I can try, but it's a disaster. I still do it. But nobody's going to look at me as like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe she's running so beautifully and elegantly. Like, I'm going to run for a block and then cough for two. And I'm jealous and I'm angry and I don't get why. And so the boyfriend, Jeff, he picks me up and we go to my favorite sushi restaurant. And I'm not in it, right? He's mm-hmm. talking about our upcoming trip to Italy and we booked it because, you know, a couple couple hospitalizations away, I might not be able to ever travel internationally. I'll need to stay close to the clinic. And he's excited about Italy. He's telling me his plans. And this girl walks in with her boyfriend, the same girl. And she's on her phone. And he's trying to talk to her. And she's barely looking up. And he said something along the lines of, you know, one of these nights, I really want to stop and watch the sunset instead of always having to be go, go, go. And she's like, the sun will always be there. And I realized the sun will, but you won't. And that brought me back to present. It was a choice. Did I want to sit there and think about everything my lungs can't do? Or did I want to look up at the love of my life as he's taking me to an amazing sushi restaurant and talk about our upcoming trip to Italy? And these choices manifest every single day. It's not easy. It's It's not something that is readily carved out. It's literally a mental choice you make. And the more you exercise that part of your mind the easier it does become after so many times, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, So this is a tiny bit off topic, but I'm curious how you met Jeff. (laughs) Well, the story we tell people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was online dating. And uh, so what I did is I went, (laughs) I reversed search. I, I made up a list of all the qualities I wanted a man. And it was no short list. And then I went on to a, a dating app and I reverse searched for the type of man who met my list. 
And then I looked at his pictures and I see this guy, gorgeous man. But the thing is, is he's going to kill me for sharing this. The <laughs> thing is, is one of his photos was not only of him on the Inc. 5000, but he was shaking Marcus Lemonis's hand, the CEO of Camping World and Good Sam and the star of Ed right, Prophet. the Prophet. Yeah, the Prophet. And I was like, oh, I'd love to meet Marcus Lemonis one day because I'm, I'm a junkie of his show. <gasps> that was like, I'm like, how do you know Lemonis? Well, come to find out, that's his biggest competitor for Jeff's business. So we immediately hit it off for business. Um, and then, obviously, I, I worked my charm and convinced him to date me. Um, not that it was too incredibly difficult. But, um, yeah, it was originally just I was trying to get to know Lemonis. <laughs> Wow. Well, and yes, I mean, I, we know I've met Jeff. He's adorable. And he's my favorite. Uh, he, I mean, he is. And, and I honestly, so when you walked out of the room, um, this last time that I saw you, um, after I'm not sure what you went to do, but we were sitting there and I, um, I said something to, I, I think I was still talking about, wow, you were amazing. Cause you know, I kept saying that. <laughs> um, and then he was like, yeah, meeting her has like been the luckiest thing in my whole life. Aww. And honestly, like for me, someone who, you know, I've struggled with dating. I've had a tough time meeting guys who are like a super quality and who know what they want and like he a million percent is in it with you. It, yeah. I mean, it was so obvious. And I mean, again, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but, but just when I've seen you together and then just hearing him say like, you know, obviously he knows that you are technically not supposed to live till 90. Um, and which we're going to talk about when we get back. Um, yet he, like you could tell he is so glad and present to be in this because of you and because from what he said of what you have taught him that I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's insane. Like he, um, we always joke. He was the George Clooney of San Diego, right? This gorgeous man with a great company. Every woman wants him. And then here comes Kaylin and it's Aww. like, yes, I win, you know? And it's like the ultimate jackpot. And you know, you talk about closed doors and we're actually more pathetic one-on-one -on -one than we are in front of other people. <laughs> um, like this morning it. we're, we're laying in bed trying to figure out, you know, what our plan of attack for is the day. And we're going over our list of why we're grateful. And um, he's like, why do we have to have the ambition? It's really cutting into our cuddle time. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, why is anybody ever motivated? Motivation and ambition are horrible. And of course we tease because we're both hyper focused on everything. Uh -huh. But it's, it's like living with the junior Tony Robbins and so keep each other on track because, you know, it's, it's kerosene fire and it just, he's, he's the best. I, there's no other words. He's the best. Well, I just think it's, you know, such a leap of faith for you to, you know, go on an online dating site, for instance, you know, it's, I mean, I've seen people on there, you know, in wheelchairs and all sorts of things. And you just have to admire that, you know, because like, good for you for putting yourself out there and realizing that there are, there is someone for everyone. And, you know, people, there are people willing to accept some things that aren't so easy to accept or so easy to, uh, um, you know, like 
you know that there's a limitation on one hand, but who knows? You could outlive Jeff and awesome for him for recognizing that, you know, like that he gets the time with you now and he's living it to the fullest. And it's, as I said, it's so obvious, which is why I wanted to sort of sidetrack and not all in one. Um, yeah. Because again, it's like, you know, people want to be like, oh, who's going to date me? Well, you know, probably one of the most special people on the planet if you let them. Oh, um, that's beautiful. <laughs> Um, so now I know that at one point you had told me this story about someone asked you what you, if you're nine, when you're 90, what you're going to look back and be proud of. And I know that you chuckled and I would love to hear your full, I would love for you to share your full response. Yeah. So I have this, uh, this, this mentor, right. And fabulous woman, one of the women who's ultimately changed my life. And she's posing all these questions about figuring out your why and your legacy, which I, I kind of know mine. So sometimes doing these activities are a little, nah, whatever. But I'll humor her because she's always, she says, trust the process. And there's a beauty to that because she's always right. I hate that she's always right, but she is. And she sends me this email with questions. And one of them is, when you're 90 years old, what in your life will you look back on and be proud of? And immediately I'm like, she just doesn't get it. Like, cause I, I have this resistance to this question because if you were born today with CF with my mutation, you're going to live to be about 30, which is what I will be in less than a month. So statistically, yay. yeah, right. I'm just so going to say yay every time you say that. <laughs> I know, right? Go, yay, aging. Um, for any of you that don't like your birthday, I really, really think you need to work on that. Um, but in any event, um, so no. So she gives me this and I'm just like, oh, this is horrible. Like, does she not understand that if I could make it to 32, I'll be happy. Why are we shooting for 90? You're insane woman. And she responds, or as I start to fill it out, I'm like, well, what really would happen if I lived to 90? And it hits me. If I live to 90, it's because my voice made such a difference. And the tools and the powers I have in life made such a difference that in some way or another, I contributed to curing cystic fibrosis. Which and is a game changer. Yeah. Which is just, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I mean, basically, because I'm not a doctor. I, I don't have a scientific background. I can barely pronounce anything medically, but <laughs> I can speak and I can perform and I can move a crowd and I can write. So if I've lived to 90, that means that I have overcome cystic fibrosis and used my skills to help change the world for the better. Which is amazing. And I hope everybody is really hearing this because, you know, I mean, that's a pretty big obstacle um, and a pretty big, I don't know, like thinking big mission that I, I'm, I'm just so, I'm just so proud to know you. Um, no, it's true. I mean, I know I'm sitting here like saying compliments and, and I mean, yes, I want every guest who comes on here to feel amazing, and they should, because I wouldn't pick them if I didn't feel like I love them. But, I mean, you are just so magnificent in in your ability to show people. I mean, being so open <laughs> is amazing, and I really hope that people are hearing that there always is a big thing that you can go after. Like, you're... I mean, to, to be willing to jump on planes and to tell your story and to have that as, 
you know, such a dream and a goal and like make it happen. You know, like we are all, as I said, every day since I saw your speech, it's like, I'll find myself having a thought and being like, think Caitlin. No, really, because it's like, we all prevent ourselves. We all have excuses. We all, um, like hold ourselves back. And I really want to encourage people to dig deep and, you know, be grateful, as you said. I mean, you wake up grateful every morning, and I think that's so funny about... I think we need to do a whole special about birthdays because it's true. Like, how many people do you know who are just dreading birthdays? Like, they are the end of the world. And, you know, you bring up such a good point. Like, like, and I didn't even realize as I was going, woohoo! <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm just so happy to know you and happy to follow this journey with you and, you know, watch you live to 90. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's powerful. Yeah. Well, on that note, we are going to go to yet another break. This is going so quickly, but um, we're going to go to another break. And then I want to discuss um, what is your why? And for those who don't know what that means, we're going to fill you in on how important and critical this can be in your life. Um, both you and I have trained in this way. And um, I I want to share that with people because I don't think um, everyone who hasn't been exposed to a lot of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial things really um, knows what that means. So stay tuned, everybody, and we'll help you figure out why you really want to do all these amazing things with your life. Stay tuned. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Aliens with Gas is the program you're listening to. We are the Extraterrestrial Rock Show airing every Saturday afternoon on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. And we're going to play the rest of the Uli John Roth interview on our overtime. And I dig that because you're doing the, the Brady Bunch thing, aren't you? I am. Because <laughs> I have you, a, you doing? a theremin app right. on my phone. So it's not, you know, a real theremin. If anybody knows the Brady Bunch, what I'm talking about. Watching the skies. That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. I'm back with Kaylin Ellsbury, who, as a very young child, was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis and given a 
projected lifespan of seven years old. I'm super excited that I'm not talking to a six-year-old. In fact, I'm talking to a gorgeous woman who uh, will turn 30 soon. Um, and she's inspiring us and telling us how she makes it to the gym, even though there isn't, it's not easy for, it's, I mean, it's not easy for a lot of us, actually, but it's really, really not easy for her even once she gets there. And um, we were just talking about, she mentioned um, she knows what her why is. And for those who haven't had entrepreneur training, basically people say, what is your why? Like when you're running your business, why are you doing it? What are you doing it for? And if you know that as the foundation of your business, it's a lot easier. Um, For instance, with me, like I really believe that my life has changed so much and I don't think any woman should struggle and I want people to feel beautiful. So that is my why. Um, Kaylin, I'd love to hear what yours is. You know, it's something I've struggled with a lot, actually. Probably the biggest struggle in my life is trying to figure out my why. And I'll talk a little bit about my Italy trip. I was telling Jeff the other day, you know, I'm so excited to go to Italy and eat in Italian restaurants. And he goes, yeah, but over there it's just called restaurants. And (laughs) for me, when I think about my why, it's like it's just who I am naturally that I don't necessarily have my my mission statement carved out. But what I can say is a big part of who I am every day and why I'm excited for life is love. And that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Is, and I'm not necessarily talking the, po- the passionate romantic love, you know, couples walking hand on hand on the beach saying sweet nothings. I mean, like when you have coffee with a friend, love them. Don't judge them. And it's hard because you're right. We all judge, right? But mm-hmm. Be in the moment with them and show them that you're there for them. There's so many times in my life where people spend, you know, you talk to a friend and the friend is going on and on and on and on about how great their friend is, but they never make the time to reach out and tell their friend how great they are. So it's just about being there for each other, sharing that love and making everybody around them, their lives a little easier because they know somebody cares that day. And for me, one of the things I love to do, huh, love, um, one of the things I love to do is typically it's on a Thursday morning, I'll create some text message, whether it's like, you're a beautiful soul, you know, I'm wishing you the best luck today, or I'm sending good vibes your way. And I blast it out to like 20 of my girlfriends. Because when you wake up in the morning and you have a, you know, have a great day, beautiful text from a friend, it changes your day. So I guess if we're really boiling it down, it's my why is change someone's day through love. Oh my God, that's amazing. You know, I just got a little teary eyed. It's funny. Somebody sent me this message, like it was a meme and they sent it to a text. Actually, it was someone in EO, this guy who's just so sweet to me, but he literally, it was a meme that said this life thing, you're doing it right. And I was like, (laughs) oh, is that not the nicest thing ever? Um... It just made my day. And it's so funny that you said that. Um, I do. I mean, I probably told you you were beautiful when I met you um, because I have gotten better at that. Um, I, when I was younger, I used to want to tell women, like I love, I'll, I'll be honest. I love when I meet women who aren't a size zero. And when I say that, like Kaylin is small, she's not, um, it's, I'm not saying she's not a size zero in a way that she's like much bigger if you haven't seen her yet. Again, I 
seriously encourage you to go to her Facebook page. Um, her name is spelled K-L-Y-N Ellsbury, E-L-S-B-U-R-Y. Um, go to her Facebook page and watch this speech that she gave at EO Alchemy. Um, but I used to be like, oh my God, you're beautiful. And then go, I'm not, I'm straight. <laughs> as if like, <laughs> if like, you know, I can't compliment a woman just because. And um, uh, I don't know. I, I, it's amazing how you can get such a good reaction from authentic thinking. Um, I mean, and just saying what's on your mind. Like, as I said, I have a lot of like judgmental thoughts that are, wow, she's beautiful, you know, and, um, and I'm better at saying them and I'm proud of myself for being better at saying them. Cause as I said, it was always so awkward for me as if I was like hitting on a girl, even it's kind of funny. But. Yeah, like try, I, I strongly, one of the games, if I'm having a really bad day, one of the things I like to do is everybody I see, just give them a compliment. Like it could be the checker at the grocery store. Just say, I really like how fast you're doing this. Not everybody is this fast. <laughs> and just watch them light up and then they become like razor speed. You know what I mean? It's just insane. But it's it's that raw authenticity and it doesn't have to be just to our friends and loved ones. It can be to the world. I love it. Yeah, that is so sweet. Well, I, I, I mean, I talk about this all the time, but all the negativity on Facebook and stuff, like as much as, you know, we talk about how all of these things like lift us up. Um, I mean, I really do think you compliment someone, they feel better, they compliment somebody else or they just have a better day. And you probably have a feel a better day because you get this warm, fuzzy feeling. And, and like the reverse happens when we take time to... I mean, I try not even, like, it takes me so much to put a negative review up for anything. Like, I really have to be struggling um, <laughs> with, you know, like, Best Buy won't give me my wa- the money for the washer I paid for. You know what I mean? Like, six months later, I still can't get refunded for a washer I never got. You know, like, that's what it would take for me to put something negative online. Um, and unfortunately, that did happen. <laughs> but, um yeah, so I'm just wondering, what what do you see in your future at this point? Well, then. Um, I know, right? Besides a giant birthday party and more trips and an adorable boyfriend to go home to. Oh, he's, oh, don't even get me started again. Um, this could just melt everybody's heart. No, really, I think one of the things that speaking at that conference did for me is I realized at a massive scale that I could influence lives. And I'm sure I've always known this, but I've never pursued this. And I didn't know where to even start with this. I mean, you mentioned my Facebook page earlier. I don't even have a brand Facebook page. You know, I have like 600 followers on Instagram. Like social media, not a skill. But I really think that the time is now to go all in with my life. And what I mean by that is pursuing the ability to speak and influence and motivate and inspire and give back the love that is in my heart to encourage people to go for their dreams also. And so when you ask, what do I see in my life? I am taking some steps in the next few weeks to get on a speaker's circuit and to network to find out if there's other ways that I can get my voice heard. Of course, Landmark Makers, the recruiting company is chugging along. We've had our best month ever as far as helping clients with their recruiting needs. So all of this is just it's ironic how fast and beautiful it's coming together, but I am putting a lot more focusing on the giving back portion of my life. Right. 
No, and that's, I mean, honestly, like, that's what my journey has been about. Like, forever, I was in a struggle, um, very different from yours, because mine was, you know, choices that I made. Um, And, you know, for reasons like, I mean, I'm not sure, a lot of people know my story, but I had an uncle killed when I was very young and I got really scared. And then I had my best friend's parents died and I got even more scared and I ate my feelings. And like, again, that was a choice that I made granted I was six and, you know, so I don't beat myself up over it. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I guess reversing all of that and now being super present and strong in it, I am able to, really give back and what inspired me kind of like you at the speaking was I'll never forget I was on Discovery Health and I was given this family to they were on this diet they weren't allowed to eat much at all and then I was going to show them how to make their favorite food which was tacos and they literally started jumping up and down screaming when they found out that I was going to be making them tacos and they were able to eat them and I was like really that's it and it just so struck a chord in me that I'm like wow this is what I should be doing with my life and it's amazing because the speaking thing like on one hand It's, you know, like, I feel like I have something to offer people on another, like, it's amazing how much it also feeds me and reminds me of like all of my goals and my dreams. And that's also why I love coaching because I could fall back. I mean, I am still wired. Like I have no willpower. I am still wired to love junk food. Like I'm still one of those people. Like I always joke that there's like an ocean current in my house. And if I have junk food in the refrigerator somehow, like I just get dragged to the ocean, like through the ocean, you know, without trying, you know? And so to reinforce all the time, you know, that, and talk to people like you, um, who are telling their stories and just be really present with that. It's amazing how much that keeps me on task. But also, as I said, like, I also am very lucky, you know, people say very nice things to me at times and, you know, do get something out of these conversations that we're having that I am so blessed to get to lead. And then also, you know, it brings people like you more into my life. And, and I'm just really grateful. And I I strongly encourage people to, you know, find those people in your life that you cross paths with and really connect with them in the way Kaylin had suggested, like be present and then follow up. Don't just, you know, meet them and be like, Oh, we should get together and then feel not enough because there have been times in my life where I honestly have met someone like you um, and I'd be like, oh, they're busy. They're not going to want to hang out with me or whatever. Um, not so much in recent years, but but I mean, I spent my 20s being very, very insecure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The oh, thing ahead. is, is no, the thing is like, we're all like that. And I have... <laughs> I have one person who I just, I know we would be best friends, right? Like on Uh Facebook, we're best friends. We comment, we like, we share. And I've asked this person to like hang out a couple of times. I keep getting shut down. But you know Uh what? Like they have to get to know me face to face, not just on Facebook anymore, because like we will change each other's lives and for the better. And 
he can shoot me down all he wants. It's this beautiful couple. Um, they're about two hours north of us, and that can happen any day. And they can shoot me down another five times, but we will be friends, dang it. And there's huh? a reason. So, yeah, if you're debating, should I should I ask that new friend out to a dinner? Uh, yeah, yeah, you should. If you think it's going to help you or help their life or do something in common with each other, you can't you can't do it quick enough. <laughs> no, it's true. And and on the flip side of that, like be a great friend. I mean, the mutual friend that we met through, um, her name's Karen Kripalani. And one of the things, Fantastic. is she not? She is like the best thing ever. <laughs> um, she has been my friend. I think, you know, since my early twenties, she was one of the first people I met in LA. And the thing that I loved about her was she was the yes girlfriend. And what I mean by that is, you know, when I, I got on TV by making a fake demo reel, like people said you couldn't be on TV until you had tape of yourself on TV. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to have that if I can't get on TV? And so Karen and I came up with this plan and we made me a fake demo reel. And she was doing some things in the space at the time too. And so we did for both of us. But the thing that I loved about her is we said we were going to do it and we did it. And there's so many times that girlfriends have approached me, oh, let's do this partnership. And then when I say yes to something, I do it. Like, I don't flake on people. Like, I do it. And so I've invested so much money over the years, like, doing these potential partnerships with people only to have them fall out because they didn't, you know, pull their weight. So, again, like, are you, as Kaylin brought it up, are you present? Are you a yes person? Are you you know, doing what you say you're going to do, being present, loving everybody. Um, so one more time, Kaylin, tell everybody how we can find you. I know you said you didn't have a, a brand page, but, you know, we'll talk offline after this and all. I can help you with some of that stuff. Um, Yay! <laughs> but, but how, how do people find you? How can we learn more yeah. about you? I mean, so the great thing is, is my parents named me uh, Kaylin, which they spelled it wrong, according to every other Kaylin out there. So <laughs> I'm so Googleable, uh, just K-L-Y-N. You can watch the videos on YouTube. You're welcome to shoot me a Facebook Connect request. Um, and then if you're interested at all in connecting on LinkedIn, that's probably where I spend most of my day. Um, and wow. there's only one Kaylin out there. So it should be relatively easy. Look for <laughs> K-L-Y-N. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us. I can't tell you how excited I've been um, to spend this hour with you. Next week, everyone, um, I have Dave Kirpin, who's going to teach us how to be more likable. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, so have a great week, everyone. And again, thank you so much, Kaylin. No problem. Super happy to be here. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Have It All. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, have a fit and fun week.